Hello. 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 Welcome Hello. back to Fuck It Friday. My name is Connor, joined as ever by the lovely, gorgeous, charming, ever beautiful. It's Jackie. Hello. Hi there. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Alright. Yeah. I can hear I heard the birds chirping before we started. Over They're not here. actually coming over here. They're not coming over here. I can only see one bird at the moment. The bird feeders have been very at like the, there's been a lot of traffic there today. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that my dad has now just given you a nickname. Oh, has he really? What's yeah, that and that's just what he refers to you as now. The expert. Is it no. The expert, okay. <laughs> expert. <laughs> I like it. So the, <laughs> he was calling you that last night. <laughs> I like it. That's what they should call ornithologists. Experts. Experts. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That would be funny. So what's been going on in our lives this week? Halo. Halo. Packing. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, just packing It's creeping ever closer. Ugh, just two more weeks. Two more weeks, and then you're going to be in a new bed. With a desk. Yes. yes. Like, in a comfy chair. Yes. Not having to be with... sat on the floor. <laughs> no, sat on the floor. No interruptions. No. Hopefully. Well, yeah, hopefully. 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 Less interruptions. Yeah. Because I'll be on like one that. side of the house. Yeah. <laughs> no one will hear that because I've cut it out, but... Yeah, like that. But yeah, what a Halo this week. You've never played the Halo games, whereas I grew up playing the Halo games. So for me, it's been a nostalgia trip. And, well, not a very good nostalgia trip in one instance, but for you, it's on been Halo a whole new experience. On Halo 2, yeah. Halo 2, oh my god, the campaign on that game. Like, I love the story. Yeah, I do love the story, but my god. The game goes on for so long, and the mission's gone for so long, and you kind of just like in the same shit over and over. All the lag we were having to deal with on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Master Chief collection's so broken. (laughs) It's so broken. Like, one instance, well, I mean, many instances, the game would just drop frame rate like crazy. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. And then it'd just come to a like pretty much a standstill where we couldn't even move and the way mm. the master chief collection set up if you come out of the game to reload it you can't reload from the checkpoint where you was at if you're playing in co-op mm-hmm. so you have to restart from the mission so we've had to restart a couple run. missions <laughs> yeah restart and speed run up to a certain point but yeah well they've and got that the brutes in that game yeah it does suck the brutes in that game were very hard Compared to yes. Halo 3, they're a lot easier in Halo 3. Yes, even like the really, really high level tier ones. Yeah, are, like the Chieftains. Yeah, yeah are easy. They're not as, not as difficult. But, I mean, I'm a big Halo nerd. I love the lore, just as you love the lore for like, the Apex worlds. Apex. Yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, like, I was, speaking of Mass Effect, I was watching uh, videos <laughs> on Mass Effect last night when you were asleep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I don't know if you heard. Uh, the YouTube video pull up when I was um, getting set no. up. He was no. just like, hey there! Really loud. No? 
Stop it's, it. That's about Mass Effect 5. No, no, no. This is about um, a little, like, Easter egg thing that's in Mass Effect 3. No? With Joker. Which is? With Joker. Do you want me to spell it? Do you want to spell it? Spill it. I mean, yeah. Okay, well, it was um, in regards to Joker's sister. You go to Thessia, you know, the homeworld of the um, Asari, and when you come back, Joker starts joking about it, and you're kind of like an asshole to him, which you have no choice but to be like an asshole to him. And he's like, well, this is the way I am with coping things, and he's like, I have a sister and my dad on this little planet that's out in the middle of nowhere that just been um, attacked by reapers. And apparently if you go into the hospital on the Citadel, there's an Asari commando that's there. And she basically relays the story of what happened to Joker's sister. Right. And I never put two and two together that that's what the story that she was telling. I do need to play those games again, because I did like them when I when mm-hmm. I played through them for the first time. I did really like so them. so much better on the Legendary Edition. I mean, it's still buggy from what you were showing me. Oh, yeah. Well, what game isn't going to be buggy, even if it's brand new? I suppose. I mean, the good thing about playing Halo 3 now is that the, the physics engine in that is just so ridiculously fun. <laughs> it really is. I mean, yeah. the thousands and thousands of hours I spent on that game growing I like- up. I like the fact that you can, like, pick up the skulls and beat people with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that knowledge, that knowledge is coming back to me from about 2008, 2009-ish. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a while ago now. <laughs> so that stuck in my brain for that long. Like, that first skull on Crow's Nest yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Some of them I, I, I can't remember. I mean... I remember one on the Ark. Maybe it's Salvo Highway. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Halo, I did buy that Halo beach towel. Pretty excited yeah. about it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was I pretty should have cool. bought we... two. One for you and one for me. Maybe I'll go back later yeah, and buy another fine. one. We don't really have stuff like that over here. Like, I don't see stuff like that when I go down to Asda or anything. You know, big supermarket or... I'm just... Store honestly, I'm surprised that Halo was at Walmart, like, just as merch from Walmart. Okay. It was, yeah, quite quite strange because, I mean, the Massive, uh, not Mass Effect, the Master Chief collection's been out for a little while now. Not that long. It's only been out for like a month. I thought it's been out longer. Didn't we try playing it, like, last year? What game are we talking about? Master Chief. Oh, sorry, I thought you said the Mass Effect collection. No. No, Sorry, that's me. <laughs> I did that's say Mass Effect, but I was ago. like, no, I mean Ma- Master Chief. But oh no, no, Master Chief Collection's been out since. Ooh, it's been out for a good long while. Two thousand and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I know it's only been recently that I've noticed that uh, Walmart's been selling like that Halo merch, the towel and the blankets and the bedding. Which it is might be which is kind of odd. Infinity is coming out, supposed to be coming out in maybe September. I think I don't know if it's September this year or September next year. I just find it odd. It's in like the kids' stuff, really, because I feel like 
that Halo would be more. <laughs> I feel like Halo would be more like older teenager, you know. Absolutely. Not in comparison because... with like Fortnite and Super Mario, which were the other bed sets well, that were there in regards to The first to games. Halo came out in two thousand and one. Well, yeah. And teenagers would have played it then. Mm-hmm. So the teenagers who played it then are going to be in the thirties now. Yeah, because I was eleven. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you would have thought it'd be more like because that was the big era of Halo between like the two thousands, two thousand and one through to two thousand. Halo three came out two thousand seven. Shout out best year ever. Uh huh. Um. And then yeah, there was a big gap until Halo four came out. Obviously, there was Reach and. ODST. ODST. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah we, we kind of just got sidetracked with Halo there, didn't we? Yeah, just a little bit. This has turned into a Halo podcast. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Next <laughs> oh week, I've God. decided as well, I'm implementing a new segment into this uh, into this show, and it's going to be Bird Fact of the Week. Oh, my God. So, do you I'm have gonna... a bird fact today? I was thinking about one, but I can't remember the actual bird that it is. <laughs> So I'd have to check back. So you'll just do it next week. So I'll just go do it next week. Leave the listeners hanging. Correct. But this week we're talking about the afterlife. Yeah. I didn't think we were talking about the afterlife. I thought we were doing something else. But I remember <laughs> doing the afterlife. Because <laughs> you only half listened to me, which we've discussed on this podcast in the past. Correct. And it's also <laughs> happened on this podcast already. So... Yeah, we're both doing the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Now, me being a pasty white boy. He pasty. Of Irish descent. Mm-hmm. I've gone uh, and researched some Celtic afterlife boy. See mm-hmm. what they did. Um, and I asked, I, uh, words. I actually had a look. I can't say the sentence. What's happening? I actually had a look. Ooh, mm-hmm. That was difficult. <laughs> at traditional medieval English burials mm-hmm. get to. So that's what I'm covering. But you being of Latin descent, mm-hmm. you've gone for Mexico. Well, not just Mexico. I did a little bit of like... South America. Some, yeah. Did a couple other Latin countries. So that's what, we're, that's what we're doing today. That's what we're talking about. I found it rather interesting. Mm-hmm. To see how similar things were to, say, elder traditions such as Egyptian burial. Yeah, I found um, some some interesting things about how people in different Latin cultures celebrate death. Yeah, and that's a, that's a big distinctive difference because in that in you know system of beliefs they celebrate death. Well, Whereas, it's not necessarily death. It's more like this, a celebration of life. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's yeah. that's a better way. So, yes, yeah. a celebration of life rather than a mourning of death. Yes. Whereas we don't really celebrate life properly until we're all pissed up at the wake afterwards and pull. <laughs> For us, it, it's more like, a, oh my god, I can't believe so and so has died. Somber. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah, it is very somber. And it's why people wear black to funerals and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyone. <laughs> Anyone you speak to will be like, oh, when I die, I don't want anyone to wear black at my funeral. But that never, ever happens. That never happens. 
Unless you've got a really close mate. I remember seeing, I think it was like a Nami. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He wore like a pink dress a or something dress, like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow, that was so sad. I remember seeing Surprisingly that. Surprisingly looked fantastic in it as well. Yeah. Filled it out very nicely. Slightly jealous. Um, but yeah, starting off with Celtic beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's a dead belief in, in the afterlife. Because there's been proof uh, that they found um, remains of people buried with say, helmets, armour, um, mm-hmm. weapons, ornaments. Do you think that that's, like, um, food. in relation to Vikings? Because, um, well, as yeah. you know, the Vikings did go over. Yeah, so around the Celtic time, obviously, um, it was Anglo-Saxon, so the Vikings mm-hmm. already had, had a big impact. Um, and, yeah, a lot of their traditions carried over, because it was all paganism. It was all kind of mm-hmm. just classed as paganism. Yeah. So they showed There's a lot of the same. All of them, yeah. the pagans, they worshipped the same thing. And none of yeah. them did. <laughs> no. No, but they, they actually, um, they worshipped, like, kind of like the, the Greek pantheon sort of thing. Like, they worshipped, mm-hmm. like, loads of different um, gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. So, that's that. Uh, they did believe in, like, the afterlife as such, like, we believe in heaven, but I said mm-hmm. we... Why they say we? I don't know. How do believe in heaaven? <laughs> Neither do you. Do you? No. Yeah. I believe in the land of the remembered. I believe in reincarnation. I'm a I, I think reincarnation is something that's very interesting. I mean, Shelby was telling me about cases, which I, I've seen too, of cases of children like, remembering things from supposed past lives. Coincidence. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it it is pretty interesting. I'd like to do more research on that. Maybe that'll be a whole nother podcast. Maybe it will. Reincarnation. Mm -hmm. Maybe just Buddhism. Um, But as I said, they they buried the dead with weapons, food, and ornaments. Um, but there's a couple of different versions of the afterlife. They, they do believe in something called the land of the living, which is, you know, a bit mean, considering they're all dead. <laughs> um, they kind of call it the delightful plain, or land of the young. That sounds, um... A bit weird. Yeah. A bit weird, but yeah, there's a couple of tellings of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Like how, how one gets to the afterlife. Both include a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Um, one telling is that the guy's just sailing along and he hears a beautiful girl singing. And he goes to her and they agree, he agrees to go with her and they sail away on a, on a glass boat. Never to be seen again. He's just gone forever. He's gone forever. And hey, if the person... You. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and if the person decides they want to go back, they'll come back and they'll find that all the friends are dead. And the family's what? dead. Because... One day in the land of the living equals a hundred years on Earth, as it were. So it's kind of like a reincarnation type of thing, essentially. Yeah. Well, they did they believe in reincarnation? Yeah. That that was that was a factor of the religion. Um, okay. The Druids did teach that. They didn't believe in that. Uh, but the other telling of the story is pretty much the same, except the guy is sailing and then a, a mist descends upon the ship. And then you'll come into view of um, like a beautiful palace. When mm-hmm. he walks in, you'll be greeted by a warrior and a beautiful girl. 
They're all just kind of like beautiful women all the time. Well, I mean, when you die, do you want to be seeing ugly guys all the time? No. Um, maybe. You want to see ugly guys <laughs> for, for the rest of eternity. You want to look at ugly guys. Nah. See, so that's why. So that's why it's always a beautiful. But girl. What, why can't it be a beautiful man? Well, I suppose when there was writing all these religious scripts and everything, homosexuality wasn't that big of a... Th- well, I, I suppose homosexuality would have been punished by death around that time. Yeah. I mean, I've been studying about homosexuality, so, yeah. You've been studying about a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things. Penis. Yeah, a lot of penis things <laughs> this morning. Yeah. I've learned a lot about my penis that I never knew this morning. Did you know <laughs> that men can do Kegels? Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think they could because I've always thought that men couldn't control their pee streams. Yeah, well, I told you this morning that, yeah, yeah, you can control the pee stream, but I didn't think you'd be able to, like, strengthen the muscles by, like, tensing them and releasing them. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Uh, Yeah, I've learned some weird things. I mean, the best thing was obviously the rimming thing. I haven't even gotten to that yet. I know, That's I know. later but down the course. Study and rimming. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's what you're studying. I know. I mean, it's, it's sexual psychology. It's, you know, what's sexual rimming. things. I can't wait to get to the fetishes. That's the one I'm excited about. Uh, I don't know if you want to understand those people. Why? I find it interesting, like, why people... I mean, we we had this conversation before um, about conditioning, how people are conditioned and that's how they have their fetishes. So I'm interested in like, okay, well, what conditioned you to liking this specific extreme fetish? Yeah. So, I mean, the example we said was like scat and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, at what point in your life... Like, what has happened in your life to condition you to like being sexually on. aroused by shit? <laughs> I don't know. I'd... Because I'm sorry, if if you're into scat, you've got something mentally wrong with you. The, Poop you is should gross. Not, you just shouldn't be shitting on each other. That is your waste. The waste coming out of your body. It's gross. It's gross. Same with peeing as well. Like... Any bodily, if if anything comes out of your body and you want it on you, something's wrong. You was dropped on your head as a baby or something. Something's gone wrong along the way. There's other extreme fetishes out there, you know, I can tolerate them, I can deal with them and and see some merit in them. (laughs) But when it gets to bodily fluids, you're off your fucking rocker, mate. Well, I mean, you have to specify what type of bodily fluids. Shit, piss, vomit. Okay, fluids that are not used for sexual activities. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose. Well, there's only one fluid that's used for sexual activities. No, there's, I mean... Two. I mean, okay. saliva and whatever the medical term is for whatever happens inside the vagina. I don't know. Secretions. Don't no, I mean, <laughs> men men also have secretions that come out of their penis. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're talking too much about sex. 
I mean, that's your fault. <laughs> that's that's your fault. You're the one who's doing the fucking sexual psychology class. I know, I know, I know. Uh, back to, <laughs> back to Celtic religion and afterlife <laughs> and shit. Uh, the Celtic religion, kind of like how Christianity has um, like bishops, priests, and mm-hmm. pope, popes and shit. Popes. Um, well, a pope. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the Celtic religion had three different classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Druids, which many people know of. The Bards. And this final one is a Latin word. So I'm probably going to say it wrong. But Vates? 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 Why are you looking at me like that? I don't speak Latin. I was just looking at you as I was speaking to you. (laughs) You're looking at me like, am I saying it right? (laughs) I'm looking at you for help. Like, uh, uh, yeah, there was two How many? How many times have you tried to pronounce Spanish words to me, and I'm just like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Countless. I'm like, I have to look at what you're saying, and I'm like, uh. Well, you're better at Spanish than what I am. Well, yeah, but every time you're like, Hildego, I'm like, what? (laughs) That's the one that always pops in my head. I hate you for that. (laughs) I genuinely thought it was Hildego. (laughs) It's okay, so did Barissa. But it sounds like a southern thing to say, oh, I'm going down a Hildego. I mean, I'm sure... People probably do say it like that. Not fucking Hidalgo. 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 Um, I can't speak very good Spanish. <laughs> Though I did call our boy beautiful. Yes. And she likes that. That made her happy. See? Mm-hmm. Don't matter the edge. I've got game. Shut up. <laughs> um, the name Druid is said to have originated through a Druidic ritual. As druid means knowing the oak tree. <laughs> Thought that was a pretty cool it's fact. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know where that came from. But there's no, like all the sanctuaries and everything um, were in forests, mm-hmm. which was kind of the, just the norm. And then obviously when uh, the Romans took over, they had more as resources available, and the emperors um, accepted it as it were, and allowed them to build temples mm-hmm. and stuff like that. However, something that some um, some emperors did allow and others did not was human sacrifice. <laughs> human sacrifice. Um, no it big was deal. practiced in Gaul, which is modern-day France, like western France to, east, to middle France, I think it is, um, and in Britain. Cicero and Caesar referred to it in writings. However, it was outlawed um, under the reigns of Tiberius and Claudius. And also it was banned in Ireland by none other than St. Saint, Saint Patrick. Hmm. Is that why we uh-huh. celebrate St. Patrick? Oh, well, there's a St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Which I'd, I'd, people just, you know, it's not the point of St. Patrick to get drunk. They say, oh, it's Irish, therefore it's gritty. Let's get pissed drunk. drunk. But I can't say anything because Irish people get pissed up on that day. <laughs> so do Americans. Um, so yeah, the, the it was very similar to Christianity in mm-hmm. the way it was kind of like done and very similar to Greeks. Um, like they had feasts that mm-hmm. separated the, the year into uh, six-month periods 
Um, Beltine on May 1st and Samhain on November I've 1st. I've heard of Samhain. Yeah. Um, they were the two big ones. And then they were broken up again. So for the seasons. Um, in bulk. I don't know how to say that. Um, which is on February 1st. And Luchnasad. Luchnasad. Looks Welsh. Feels Welsh to say. But I believe it's... Well, it is an Irish saying. Um, and that was on August 1st. Oh, yeah, yeah I think they... Samhain isn't that in, like, October. Something like that. September, October. Hmm. Yeah, but when it comes to the afterlife and stuff like that, they used to do a lot of shit burials for the rich and powerful, like leaders of clans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, cremation was kind of an accepted thing as well. Um, but the norm was to bury people with uh, mainly food. Mainly mm-hmm. food and prize possessions. That makes sense. Mm. Stuff to but, take with them to the afterlife. Why did they bury them with food? Um, to prepare them on the journey for the afterlife. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's how, that's how it usually is. Um, I know that's the same. It's exactly the same thing with Egyptian as well. Um, mm-hmm. Egyptians always always buried the dead with a gold coin, I believe it is, mm-hmm. and that was to pay for the crossing across the river Styx. So I believe Sharon is, I think his name is the um, sounds about right. Is the guy who operates the boat? I think in it's either, uh, the underworld. It's either Egyptian or um, Greek. I don't remember. Yeah, but they, yeah, they 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 always bury him with uh, a coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. But as things changed in England, as they did radically, um, as the more the, the medieval period came along, and the medieval period was between about the 7th century and the 14th or 15th century, so there's still a lot of time for things to change mm-hmm. over the, you know, over the span of, what, 700 years. Um... It was mainly just Christianity. At first, yeah. the Celtic, the Celtic norms were there, um, but they were slowly just whittled away by Christianity. Well, it's sorry, not Christianity, Catholicism. Um, yeah, I mean Catholicism when, is under the branch of Christianity, but yes, specifically. Yeah, specifically, specifically, it was it was Catholicism. Catholicism. Um, but yeah, not, not a lot changed. Still, ship burials were for the rich and powerful. Um, I feel like cremation. the Catholics just ruin everything. <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> statement. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was baptized Catholic, so I'm Catholic as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, cremation was still a common thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, died out because as William the Conqueror came over in 1066, uh, cremation was out because obviously there was very. Strong Catholics, I think, cremations mm-hmm. banned uh, the Catholic religion. I have no idea. I don't know, but yeah, that, that fortunately that was um, really bad. It because then the, the traditional norms have stuck around more or less until today. I mean, today, I think I've seen a lot more cremations than burials. Our, mm-hmm. our cemeteries are rather Getting full. full. Rather full. We're a small island. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So, yeah, that, that was about it. 
don't know how how I want to uh how I want to be disposed of. I'm gonna cremate I'm a you. Lover. I'm gonna yeah, cremate you and lover. turn you into a tree. Oh, that'd be nice. I'd like to be a tree. Can you put a birdhouse on it? Yeah, of course. Okay, that's a few birdhouses. Cool. Either that, or just throw me out on the lawn and let nature do what nature does. <laughs> Just throw your naked body outline. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man of nature. It's the circle of life. Yeah, so I want to make you into a tree. I want it, I want the same. I want to be a tree. Yeah, being made into a tree would be really nice. I, I don't know so. how I feel about like dehumanization. What do you mean? Which is, I think that's what it's called, dehumanization. That's just buried, decaying. Uh, yeah, I'd rather be put to some use. I mean, you are kind of being put to some good use, aren't you? When you get buried, because you your body will decay, and you don't like the the nutrients of your body. Like, yeah, but you're inside a casket. You're not just buried. Like your body's not just thrown in the dirt. <laughs> I mean, caskets are fucking expensive. Yeah, and we're probably never going to be rich. So if you if your money's tight, just throw me in a fucking hole. I don't care. I'm <laughs> Okay, I'm going to remember this. this. I mean, this is going to be documented now. Yeah, so. this is evidence. This is evidence. <laughs> like, the, well, he told case. me to just throw him in a hole. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He told me to just put him in a shoebox and bury him in the backyard. Put him next to Scribbles the cat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the hamsters and budgies that are buried out there. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't need to be with the pets. Have you got anything buried in your backyard? Um, yes. Apart from the scores of your enemies? Yes. Dogs? No. We cremate our dogs. We have a... Think, think real hard. What did we used to have? I can see the wheels turning right now. The wheels are turning. I'm <laughs> thinking so hard. What used to be in Marissa's room? bed <laughs> she still has a bed in there it's just on the floor <laughs> um what animal was in marissa's room that's a real good it was question. named after a cookie <laughs> should i remember this yes <laughs> oh my god you might have to tell me i i I'm... it was our guinea pig you had a guinea pig yes oreo yeah you don't remember the guinea pig Marissa had in her room? I don't remember the guinea pig Marissa had in her room. It was black and white. Black and white. Oh. I, I genuinely don't remember that. How long ago was this? Like, I think she died, like, last year. The guinea pig? Yeah. Not Marissa. Marissa's fine. <laughs> Marissa's fine. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, we would, I would take you in there and show you, show you the guinea pig. Pet her. She would squeak all the time. No. Well, we had two guinea pigs in the beginning, but Tara killed one of them. Oh, I remember that. Yes, so Tara murdered one of them, and she got buried. They're not in the backyard, they're on the side of the house. And uh. then the second one died of old age. Uh, I'm I'm surprised there's no dogs. 
No, I told you we cremate our dogs. I know, but we don't always cremate dogs. Sometimes cremate cremation's expensive. I don't know. We always well, we only have two dogs that are cremated, so. I mean, when we got Jerry cremated, I still think it's about three hundred pounds. It was expensive. It was a lot of money, and then well, if you wanted to keep the ashes, it was even more money. Why? Why would you? Hmm. Why would a what? That's ridiculous. Three hundred dollars. I mean, they're putting a bunch of together. I mean, all they're doing is putting... They're just setting it on fire. Gas prices must be expensive. Apparently. They'll just be like, we'll go old school. I'll go chop some wood. Just do it like that. And Viking burial. Jerry yeah. deserved a Viking burial. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Anyhow, Latin afterlife. Yes, so... Tell me, because I'm excited. I mostly did a lot more on... Mexicans, even though I am more Ecuadorian than I am Mexican, I I definitely identify with that mm-hmm. Mexicans as my um as my culture and everything more than I do my Ecuadorian heritage. Um, but in Mexican culture, we celebrate Dia de los Muertos or Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. It's usually on November. Well, it always is on November first and second. A lot of people do tend to confuse it with uh, Mexican Halloween, but that's not even the case at all. Um, do so, Mexicans celebrate Halloween? I don't know, actually. They probably do, but it's on the 31st, like regular Halloween. Hmm. But they definitely do a lot more celebration with Dia de los Muertos. Um, but... Dia de los Muertos originated several thousand years ago with the Aztec, Toltec, and other Noah people. So, indigenous people were the ones that created Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot more of the traditions now have been infused with Christian religion. So, um, there, there's it's not exactly the same as how the indigenous people used to celebrate it. But, but you know, things evolve after, uh, after time. Um, they they had considered the indigenous people had considered mourning the dead to be dis disrespectful because they believed that um, the dead had still lived on through memory and spirit as part of their community. So that's one of the reasons why they celebrate the dead. Yeah, I, I, I much prefer, like, that way of looking at death than mm-hmm. the conventional way of looking at death. I, I, I agree, and that's why I like, um, I love Dia de los Muertos. I mean, obviously, I've got my Calavera tattoos, and, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like I've got, I when I originally got these tattoos, I got them in remembrance to family members. My mostly my grandfather, who is um, American, he's of white descent, um, but he very much loved Hispanic culture and the Hispanic yeah. lifestyle. So so much so that he taught himself Spanish. Correct. Well, he taught himself Spanish in so order he to could... impress a girl. Yes, my grandma. Who ended up 
<laughs> your grandmother. So, oh, yes, that story. true. It's a, it's a very nice story, this story. Such a romantic grandma story. It is, yeah. it is very nice. Yeah, well, I mean, he went as far as, like, embracing Spanish culture. Yeah. Uh, it's, what, culture. I mean, we've had this talk a million times, haven't yeah. we? Because we see it all the fucking time on TV and shit. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to be with someone, you've got to accept the culture. Yeah, like, you have to learn to understand uh, it. It helps that I love, like, Spanish culture, mm-hmm. Mexican culture. You know, I, I love it. I'm all in on that shit. I mean, were you interested in it before you were with me, or... Are you more interested? No, I, I, because I never would have paid it a second look. Yeah, I never would have paid it a second look. But obviously, being with you for what close to three years now, mm-hmm. you know, I've uh, I've learned a lot of things and mm-hmm. much prefer, much 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 prefer that way of looking at things. Um, but if you're gonna be with someone, you've just gotta accept their culture. Like you accept my culture, which of is rolling difficult cheese because down the. Down the, yeah. <laughs> the English culture Jesus. is so fucking weird. Like, I, I feel uncultured as just a white Englishman. Uh-huh. Obviously, I know there's culture surrounding me, you know, me and my family and our yeah. traditions and stuff like that, which you accepted with open arms. Yeah. Um, I love being white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love being white. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you've just got to accept someone's culture if you're going to be with them and if you don't accept it don't be with them yeah i mean i completely agree you can't you can't expect like especially when we watch 90 day fiance you can't expect somebody from a completely different country and completely different culture to move to the united states and then just completely forget about it because you're american yeah and i think we see it the most with Nigerians? Mm-hmm. Really? Because, I mean, shit, man. You go into Africa. Africa is like a different world for the most part. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, obviously, the biggest thing, the big contention point is uh, Mexican, uh, Nigerian men can have, what is it, four wives? Five wives? I, I have no idea how many wives Something they can like have, that. but they can take on other wives, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, and American women are like, no. You're just married to me. And they don't understand why Mexican... Nigerian. Again, Nigerian (laughs) uh, men, you know. They just don't fucking understand it. it, 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 It's their culture or like the um, the whole respecting their family, the way they they treat their elders and their mothers and everything. All the gifts, all the gifts they have to buy and whatnot. Yeah, like... goats (laughs) that poor goat I I never tried goat have you no I wouldn't know what goat goat tastes like I don't actually think I've ever tried goat's milk or goat's cheese I've tried goat milk and goat cheese it's it's an acquired taste is it sour a little bit yeah yeah it's a little bit more sour not like like a lemon sour but Tangy. Yeah, tangy. I would say tangy. I don't want my milk to be tangy. It's it's good with certain things. Like, it tastes really great when you eat it with granola. That's that's how I liked it. I don't know what difference it would make. But then again, I know. I, I'm a member of the recently converted club. I've gone from <coughs> semi-skimmed milk to whole milk. I like whole milk. 
And whole milk is just so much better. Skim milk's just like water. Well, White it, water. It's, <laughs> it's the same it's the same principle with butter. If you're gonna butter. buy butter, buy butter. proper <laughs> buy proper butter with all the fats in it and everything. At least then you get some you know, proper fats in you. That just makes As me a, think of a ninety day fiance where his mom was like, Butter, it's good for your brain. <laughs> what? I don't know, one of the one of the casts his mom was like, Why doesn't she eat real butter? Like butter's good for your brain. I don't know if it's good for your brain or not, but it's got I natural fats in it, isn't it? If it's not like unsalted and shit, it's just got natural fats. It's it's good for you. In regulation, obviously, don't. Yeah, everything's good for you in regulation, but yeah. Even meth. Yes. Don't do meth, kids. <laughs> we don't promote meth. No, no, we don't. I wouldn't even know where to get meth. I, I don't know how people like. It's such a different world. Yeah, we're not. We're not a part of that world. Maybe that's why we don't know. I don't Probably. know. Um, but. Anyway, so, like I was saying, modern day um, Dia de los Muertos is a combination of Christian feast and pre-Hispanic religious rites. On the on these days, the dead temporarily return to the earth. Um, and so, the way they return to the earth, um, you build your ofrenda in your house. So your mm-hmm. ofrenda is your offering altar. Um, an ofrenda will usually have the the deceased person's favorite drinks. It can have food. Um, There's always a picture of that person as well. Yes, there? there's always a picture of the person who's been deceased and um, the and a candle, usually. That's at least like the bare minimum of an ofrenda. Um, there are instances where sometimes family members will put out their favorite meal, like enchiladas or, I don't know, pupusas or something, whatever. Um, what do they do with the food that doesn't get eaten? They don't eat it. It's for the family, the dead. Yeah, I, I know it's for the dead, but obviously in you know a real-world situation, that food doesn't get eaten. I don't know. Do they then eat it in their honor? No, I mean, you just... Usually, I mean, you don't see favorite meals too often. If, if they're making a favorite meal, like, say, let's, let's say enchiladas. The enchiladas, you make a whole plate of them. You don't make just one enchilada and then that's it. So they'll just slice out an enchilada, one for them, and put it on a plate. Kind of okay. like what you would do with... Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so, like a slice of meatloaf for white people. Never tried meatloaf. <laughs> Maybe it's an American thing, I don't know. It is an American thing, we don't have meatloaf over it. Um, but usually common foods that you'll find are like pan de muerte, which is bread of the dead. It's a sweet bread. Um, also rhymes. Yes. Um, kind of like uh, the conchas that you were asking me about this morning. Oh, so it's like a sweet, sweet bread. baked... Wait, bread. Oh, okay. It's like a big old fat bread. It's got cross like crossbones on it and shit. Um, you'll, you'll find sugar skulls, which are like the little calaveras that are tiny, tiny little skulls made out of sugar. Like, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's made out of sugar. I say like that and then no one can see what I'm doing. We've He's... both got tattoos on our arm of calaveras. 
Yes. <laughs> um, pulque, which is made from mogave nectar. Atole, which is uh, thin, warm porridge made from corn flour with unrefined cane sugar and cinnamon and vanilla. I've never That's had it. Nice. I've never had it. I know pulque is... Um, pulque started becoming very popular in the 1800s, late 1800s, when, uh, like, during the Mexican Revolution, they started opening pulquerias, which were bars for the poor people. And pul- okay. pulque was very cheap to make, so it became the popular alcoholic be- beverage for poor Hispanic people. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what pub is short for? Public area. I don't know. Close. Public house. Public house. That That's uh, pretty interesting to yeah, know that that's a yeah. nice little... It's, it's, it's because obviously pubs for us are like mm-hmm. the local... You know, a local pub to, to a lot of people is a safe place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like... That's kind of like a pulqueria. Pulquerias were also... Um, helped establish very famous artists like uh, i don't know if you know who diego rivera is no i'm not very well up on spanish musicians or mexican musicians he's a a painter (laughs) how okay i went straight to music because i thought it was going to be performers like no 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 so so painters before they were well known would paint murals in, on the Bulgarians. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So they they became famous through through Bulgarians. A lot of them did because right. of that. Um, uh, there's also hot chocolate that is offered as a drink, but the reason why they offer drinks and food on the ofrendas are to um, what's it called? To as sustenance after a long journey. For the dead. So from traveling from their grave site to the ofrenda. I, I don't know if I want a hot chocolate after a long journey. It'll be your favorite drink, whatever you want, really. I don't so. know what my favorite drink is. What's your favorite drink? I don't know if I have a favorite drink. I mean, it's put up right. a Coke for me, I'll be alright. Coke would be yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, a nice cold Coke. Yeah. See, you can put up a Coke. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them do put up sodas, like Cokes or Sprites or whatever. Or maybe Arizona tea. Yeah, you could do that too. Whatever tickles your fancy. Um, uh, but the the way that the the spirits do find their ofrendas, you know, you've seen in Coco with all the, the um, marigolds and everything. Um, it's probably the most common flower that they use. Can you hear a banging like a T-Rex yeah. is coming? It's somebody outside my house. Oh, I wonder what it was. It's music from somebody's car. Oh. It's, a bit it's like Mexican music. Yeah. Oh, this dude drives down here all the time. Like every once in a while. I'm sure you can probably only hear it because the microphone's picking it up. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's like every day. Oh, I didn't listen to a single word you said because I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Do you want me to start over? What was you talking about? Was it about the flowers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. 
Yeah. I, what what flower is it? The marigolds. Okay. They're yeah. like an orange gold flower. Um, those yeah, are I remember usually from Coco. Yeah, sprinkled everywhere. Great film. Yeah, great film. Yeah, it's a really great representation of um, Mexican culture and the community mm. of Mexicans. Great music as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the music. Love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, another good movie that represents like Day of the Dead would be Book of Life. That was also a really good one. You probably don't remember it. We've only seen it once. I know we've watched it together, but I'm trying to remember it. It's the one with My the bullfighter. The bullfighter. Okay. And yeah. his girlfriend yeah, 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 dies. Yeah. Or he thought yeah, his girlfriend yeah, yeah. died. Yeah. Um, uh, but you'll also see in like cases of children that who have, have passed away, they'll put small toys hmm. along with their photos, of course, on there. Um, during during these uh, during these days, there's always festivals of Day, Day of the Dead celebrations. Uh, many people dress up as skeletons, painting their faces and wearing elaborate costumes. Of course, you've seen seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very common image. Mm-hmm. Very colorful, very loud, lots of vibrant, vibrant. Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. It's yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the the color and the 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 elaborate costumes are always my favorite. Um, one of the popularized renditions of um somebody would be like La Catrina, which was which is named after the rich lady. She was actually invented by an artist who started off painting bulquerias, um, but. He was the one who technically invented the calaveras and popularized them in the 1800s. Um, his name is Jose Posada. He, uh, I'm trying to think, sorry, because I didn't write this down. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he popularized it, and La Catina is, is somebody who is very famous in the Mexican culture. A lot of women will try and dress up like her because she's who they associate with the Lady of Death. So, like, is it a big dress? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, I don't know if you remember the, in the Book of Life, the lady that wears the red outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've got in my head. Yeah, yeah, like that. Okay. A lot of people it is started... It's very beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people started mimicking that outfit in their costumes. I've seen in parades. Mm, I like it. I like it. Everything to do with Mexican culture from top just to bottom. Love it. Yeah. It's great. It is just great. It's so bright and vibrant. It's so different for me, you mm-hmm. know, being English. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, for us, it's grey. <laughs> grey. Yeah. I mean, it is. True. It is. It's, we're just. You don't. You see it more nowadays. Uh-huh. But, yeah, people were dressing up in bright, vibrant things wasn't really a thing. Popular. Um, uh, One thing I did find out that was that I didn't know was about Papel Picado, which is basically like a banner of paper that has been cut out into like, kind of like when you're making a snowflake, a paper snowflake. Okay. 
but Papa Picado is usually in like hot pink and yellow and orange, all the bright colors and stuff. But apparently Papa El Picado is supposed to re represent the wind and fragility of life. Okay, that's pretty neat. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just pretty decoration. You know, sometimes you... I've come find to find out. out, as I've grown older, mm. that I'm a sucker for symbolism. Yeah, I am too. I love a good symbol. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but there are many parades all around Mexico, the U.S., and apparently a lot of many other Latin cultures celebrate Day of the Dead as well. Is it a big thing in Austin? Uh, yeah, they have a festival, like okay. a, a parade, so sort of Compared speak. to Houston and Dallas, mm -hmm. there's a lot fewer Mexicans. No, Austin. there's a lot more Mexicans in... No, there's a lot of Mexicans in Austin. East Is Austin there? was full of Mexicans. Yes, we've all, we've all like been about the Mexican recently. Yeah, uh, East Austin was the Mexican community. East Austin is where Cota is. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. And the airport. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, the airport's right across from the uh, from the track. I wish I would have known that when I flew in there. That Cota was right there. We drove by it. Yeah, I yeah. told you. Did you? Yeah. I was like, look, there's Cota. You see it off in the distance. That big red tower, that's Cota. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the only thing I remember really from well one of the only things I remember from that drive is the is the vultures. I didn't know there was vultures in Texas. Yeah, or hawks. Well, there's hawks everywhere. Big hawks. But yeah, vultures, big boys. I've never seen a vulture until that day. <laughs> now it's just like yeah, it's a vulture. <laughs> Maybe we have seagulls. There can be some pretty fucking big seagulls. You can see some of the blackbacks and. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, like, a relatively large seagull. I don't know. Well, I mean, then again, you've... <laughs> was it last week, week before? I took a walk down to the beach. Mm-hmm. And just walked out as far as I could to low tide. Mm-hmm. It's about two miles. Yeah. You've never, was... you've never seen that before. No, because I don't think the tides here get that low. Yeah. Go a long, long way out. They don't you couldn't ever do get that, that in low. Blackpool. Yeah, I don't think you go that far out in Blackpool, but around this area. Yeah, it's not too bad. It was really far. Um, but, yeah, I found out that from my other side of who I am, the Ecuadorian side, they actually celebrate Dia de los Muertos as well. Do they celebrate it in a similar way? Or mm -hmm. differently? They do celebrate it in a similar way. Um, I don't think I have that up anymore, but they also do sweet breads. I think it was called like a guaya something. I don't remember what it was called, but it's similar to like bandose type of thing. They kind of do something similar, but they call everything else something different. Is that just because it's Latin America rather than Central America? And like Central America is different to Spain. No, actually, um, what I was reading about um, the the other Hispanic countries, there's quite a few of them that do celebrate. A lot of them in Central and South America celebrate Day of the Dead. 
which I found right. pretty interesting. All in the same way. No, I mean, I'm sure they probably do something different, but yes, yeah, so similar. Like it's on on the same day, yes, on the same days, but just variations. Right, different, okay. different things. They may call things differently, yes. but I thought it was only a Mexican thing. Uh, yeah, part. I thought so too, but a lot of Latin cultures do celebrate. Um, I did find some interesting stuff on some other countries, like the Cubans. Um, mm-hmm. The way they celebrate death is a combination of Catholicism and Santeria. Um, do you know what Santeria is? I don't know what Santeria is. Okay, Santeria, or the Way of the Saints, also known as La Regla de Ocha, the Order of Orishas, or La Religión de Lukimi, the Order of Lukimi. Lukimi? I think I'm saying that. I, I probably mispronounce it. I don't know who that is, but Santeria was um, brought from West Africa by the Yorubas. I mean, I've heard that name before. Yeah, I've heard that name before too, but I can't remember. It might have been from Mexican history, more than likely. <laughs> Maybe. When I, I was mean, studying, I've heard that name knocking about before, but no, I was about. studying Mexican history last semester. Last semester, and they talked a lot about Cubans because their their crises were pretty, very similar. not similar, but a lot, very much related to Mexican history. Um, but and it, it is believed that the deities can be reached through various types of divination through like mediumship or like a spiritualist um the cubans do take great pain in remembering the dead often visiting on special days like birthdays mother's day and father's day leaving food drink and flowers um catholic mass is also very popular for the deceased and something i found that was weird because you know cuba is also a small island Mm -hmm. uh three years after death the remains are removed and placed in an ossuary, which is a room for bones, like a collective grave. Um, and this is typically done because graves are scarce in Cuba. Yeah. That, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I didn't think it'd, it'd still be done today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, given that they are I mean, strong, I mean, strongly religious and yeah. on a tiny island. Yeah. Um, surprise me. Well, that and they can't. They weren't able to really go anywhere until recent years. Um, True. Families often communicate with the dead via a medium or a spiritualist, and it is said that the deceased visit in dreams and offer advice. Um, families, when when somebody dies, the families do hold a wake for the deceased. There is no food or drink, and they are very somber affairs. The body is often surrounded by simple wreaths and you will see children the the children that are in attendance hovering around the body because they are quote unquote taking care of the body right, it, okay. it it's it, it didn't really offer much explanation when i was looking um that the children are responsible for taking care of the the dead loved one's body at the wake. That's interesting. I don't know why. Maybe it's a respect thing. I don't know. So there's no food or drink? No. Very different to, uh, well, 
to what I'm used to then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... it. I don't know why they do that. I think they do it out of respect. But I don't I'm not... know why, though. Like, what, res- what respect are you showing by not having food or drink? I, I don't know. I'm not not typically sure. I know they have like it, it. It lasts twenty four hours, and then the body is removed to the funeral home or crematorium. Hmm. Um, but most people that attend the wake don't go to the to the burial site. I mean, I've never been to a burial site. I have. No, no, no. Never been to a burial site. I wasn't allowed. I think I've been like once or twice. Yeah, I wasn't allowed. So, uh, it's not a place that you really want to go. It's the last time you'll no. ever see a loved one. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, but yeah, the Cubans. I would have figured the Cubans would have been more like celebratory of of life. I mean, it's still Hispanic culture, so yeah, you you you'd think so. Yeah. Um, uh, but Puerto Ricans who are, you know, close to Cuba as well, um, Puerto Ricans believe their loved ones go to heaven after they have passed on. They are very much more religious, more, more Christianized, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, they hold very long vigils and pray into the night to ease the travel of the departed. They're also very expressive during the wake, um, they you can see them sharing a lot of feelings and memories of the loved ones. So they they will cry together and talk memories and of of the one that's passed. Um, so are they like those over the top people, like North Koreans, when a dictator dies, are they like that level? I don't know. I've never seen. Never you've never seen. seen that. You've no. never seen North Koreans. Oh, yeah. when Kim Jong-un died, like, and everyone was, like, crying, like, everyone like, had to pretend, like, to be sad, and everyone was just going <laughs> for it, and I was like, oh, no. this no. is the worst thing in the world. No, 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 it's more, like, fun, like, they, they're they talking good memories, like, about oh, okay. the deceased person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, they hold the wake for seven days and light a candle during those seven days, believing that the smoke goes up to heaven to remind their loved one that their family is thinking of them. And this was something that was weird that I have only seen because obviously there's plenty of different Latin countries and I couldn't do all of them. Um, Why not? There's a lot of Latin countries. Right. A lot more than (laughs) we have time for. But, um... No, 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 I'm not dropping this. <laughs> Shut up. You didn't do Scottish or Welsh? Because I'm not Welsh or Scottish. Well, I can Scottish. But... Yeah, exactly. I'm not it Puerto Rican. It the fucking same. I'm not Puerto Rican. Um, but... Some Puerto Ricans practice a standing funeral. What the hell is that? <laughs> a standing funeral, um is posing the deceased doing things that they would have done when they were alive so they can enjoy the things they loved one last time. Oh, yeah, there's Uncle John playing tennis. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Sorry, Uncle um, Juan. <laughs> Uncle Juan. Um, it's a way for the family to celebrate life and not death. Um, and they also celebrate Day of the Dead every November as well. Why, like... So, say I like sitting outside with a cigar. I think I'm just going to pose me in a rocking chair with a cigar in my mouth. Yeah. Or on your motorcycle, or playing video games, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Who am I to judge that culture? <laughs> it's, it's interesting, a bit right? Odd. Yeah, it's it's a very very interesting. I thought it was pretty pretty cool. Thought it was interesting, funny. Just imagine, like, weekend at Bernie's. That's yeah. what I thought of. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much. So, how would you like to be posed? I want to be posed like playing video games or crocheting. Okay. Nothing a bit more spectacular. I don't know. Sitting at the swimming pool. Even if it's December. I want to be posed ripping a sick solo. <laughs> so I want, I want a guitar neck up. Uh -huh. I want my face to be all scrunched up like, yeah! <laughs> I want my leg to be up on a box. Uh -huh. I want a fan blowing my hair in, in the wind. <laughs> okay. That's how, I, that's how I want to be posed. And I just want the solo. Oh, this is, this is a tough decision now. What solo do I want playing in the background? Ooh, there's a lot of good solos you out there. You have so many demands for when you die. I know, they, we've come 180 really, because before I was saying just fucking lob me in a hole, but now yeah. you've told me this, and now, now I'm Now you want extra. a standing funeral? <laughs> now I want a standing funeral, where I'm posed as striking an amazing guitar solo. I don't know, maybe put November Rain in the background, solo mm -hmm. from November Rain, that's a good one. Drive Home, Stephen Wilson. Uh-huh. Good for Garavan did that though. Uh, oh, I don't know. You, you'll come to the decision by the time you're dying. To be honest, I'm probably going to forget about it within the next two hours. Probably. More than likely. More than likely. Um, but in Central America, funeral traditions are also blended between native beliefs with Catholicism. Um, usually when someone dies, they have a Catholic mass and a standard burial um native belief in honduras is holding a large drum party to honor the deceased once a year one year and one day after their death so every day is a party in honduras no 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 not they don't hold it for one year and a day they hold it after the person's dead yeah like but a if you year think of every day. single person who dies yeah Loads of people die every day, so every day yeah, is a, true. Uh, a drum a party. party in Honduras. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, I know nothing about Honduras. I know there's lots of people who were slaves in Honduras. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, is Honduras bordering with El Salvador? No, I'm El not Salvador. exactly sure. I don't know the layout too much of Central America. I mean, just a fun fact, I think it was Honduras who went to war with a neighbouring country. It might have been Nicaragua. Could be. 
So with Nicaragua, um, they went to war over a football game. <laughs> that just literal, surprised me. Literal. I mean, obviously those are the factors in there, but the football game was the uh, the, the last straw. Camel's back. Yeah. That's funny. Um. So this tradition goes back to their African roots of uh, many people in that country. The celebration is the reason why the celebration is held later is so they can save money. Uh, the drummers are hired and will continue drumming as long as the food, drink, and money last, which can be for days. Right. Um, this celebration is helped to, is to help elevate their loved one's spirit, so spiritual evolution can take place. There is also another belief called Ehilo. Ehio. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, it's not. A Spanish word. Um, this is when people touch the dead body and they believe they contract a mystic contagion and must immediately wash to purify themselves. I mean, the dead people carry a lot more bacteria on their skin? Or less bacteria because they're now cold? I don't know. I never I know. thought about it. Yeah, neither do I. Um, a lot of uh, South American countries are mostly Catholic and follow the rituals of the church. They do tend to bury their dead as soon as possible. A funeral is an elaborate and inexpensive ex- in South America and will cost more than a wedding. That's uh, rather surprising, because mm-hmm. weddings are expensive. Mm-hmm. Most of the country also believes in ancestor worship. On the anniversary of their loved one's death, the family will hold holy masses to carry on the tradition of their ancestors. Those who choose not to participate in the mass may be snubbed by family and friends of the deceased. Right. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Sorry I can't come. Work isn't allowing me to come. Yeah. Talk to you again. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, it's not something I mean, inter- I've ever heard of, but it's interesting that you said they try and bury the bodies as quickly as possible, because in, well, in our culture, mm-hmm. white culture, I guess. I mean, it can be like a month before you're buried. Yeah, I don't know why. Two weeks, a month, but with um, Arab culture, mm-hmm. um. Muslims, I think, it's either 24 or 48 hours. They have to be buried within 24 or 48 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm and not... super quick. I'm not sure why. I mean, obviously this doesn't pertain to all of South America because South America is a very vast continent. Huge. It's huge. There's a lot of different cultures. Because um, obviously in Ecuador, we, they, they celebrate Day of the Dead. Um, and... Because there are tribal areas in South America, they probably celebrate differently. But mm-hmm. this is a lot of what South America does. Um, in the Caribbean countries of Latin American culture, um, common funeral tradition that is practiced is called Nine Nights or Dead Yard. This is usually in like Belize, Grenada, Dominica, Barbados, Jamaica. Guiana, Trinidad, Haiti, and Dominican Republic. Um, Nine Nights is an extended wake that lasts for 
obviously nine full days, and has roots in African religious tradition. Um, family and friends of the deceased come to the home, share memories and condolences, sing hymns, and eat food together. It is not meant to be a time to mourn, but a time to celebrate. The ninth night is the night before the funeral service. On the ninth night, the tradition is that the spirit of the deceased passes through the celebration and says goodbye before moving on to their final resting place. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I like that. It made sense for how you see, you know, Dominican Republic and um, Jamaicans and Haitian people, like how they are. Just mm. makes sense. Their 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 type of culture. So I wonder if um, uh, like tribes in Africa still follow like the same, or, or if if African culture still follow the same, you know, beliefs. Know. Ob- obviously, it's the same thing with South America. Mm-hmm. I.e., it's a fucking huge place. And yeah, there's different cultures, but I, I would just be interested to see, you know, if or were in Africa. You know those beliefs are still practiced. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, obviously, it's. I think I think a lot of these Latin American countries have been taken taken over by Catholics, of course, and so they they put a lot of their beliefs into theirs. So I think it's kind of melded in between all of these countries. It's interesting to see the similarities and uh, differences mm-hmm. going, you know, basically across the globe. Yeah. You know, seeing where we've come from and, you know, how we've gotten to where we are today. Obviously, Catholicism, Christianity has played a huge part. Yeah, it's definitely played in... a very big impact. Yeah, it is rather interesting to, to, to see. Yeah. Really, to know what's out there and, and you know... Compare and contrast. Yeah, I think it it is very interesting. And, you know, I really do love that as a, a Latin American person that you can, you're able to keep your traditions of the, um, like, the Aztecs and the Taltecs and everything that's still kept alive, even though they were, majority were wiped out or... Um, a long ass time ago. <laughs> yeah, they were wiped out a long time ago, or they were um, intermixed with the Spaniards and the French. Yeah. Mm. So well, they tried to purify their blood, but the traditions are still purify kept. Purify their blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Spanish were bastards when they came to Central and South America. Yeah, I mean, not as much as bastards as the English, but. Mm. Because the Spanish were were pretty ruthless when they came. Was it you who told me about a Spanish, I don't know, commander or something, who when they got to either Central or South America, he destroyed the boat so that his troops couldn't leave? I might have. I don't remember. I can't remember if it was you or not. But yeah, he did that just so they would go and conquer and not be like, now we want to go home. I don't remember. I might have told you that. Could have been, could have been possible that I told you that. Um, Maybe you've learned a lot of things. You told me a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I talk a lot about history, so not all of it I remember. 
Is that all your information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last thing to squeeze in there. It's been an informative part. Yeah. I found out a lot about other Latin cultures. Even a little bit yeah, about my own background. So, it was nice. This is why we do it. Mm-hmm. This is a learning zone. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully soon in the future we can do a, like a DNA test and maybe learn some more about ourselves. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Although I, I imagine it's just going to be disappointing. Maybe for you. Yeah, maybe for me. For you, not so much. But yeah, maybe for me, because I'm just like, yeah. I know where everyone's from. Yeah. I think that on my biological grandfather's side, we have some indigenous blood. Because he's so dark. Mm. Mm, be interesting. We'll have, to, we'll have to have a proper look into that and see yeah. if we can make it happen because I, it would be a lot of very, fun. very fun to find out. Yeah, I think so. Mm. But anyway, that's the end of the pod. Mm-hmm. A long one today. Yes. With lots, lots of, of good information. Yes. But lots of good information. Mm-hmm. A fun pod, an informative pod. I Inform- like learning new things. Me too. So, as always, Jackie's going to tell you the socials. You can find us on Instagram at fifthpod, F-I-F-pod. And our link tree is also on that page to our Twitter and YouTube and mm. where you can actually listen to this podcast. Mm, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Wherever we are. So... As always, thank you for sticking with us through our ramblings. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of sex, a lot of afterlife stuff today. A lot of video games. <laughs> a lot of video games. It's just how it goes on this pod. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We shall see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.